Blog Talk Radio.
I'm on 10 today. Might double that tomorrow. Double that tomorrow. Pull up like 30 deep. Woo. So that's about 40 rods. Yeah, I've been going in. I thought my pockets got beat up, them bitches knotted up And if you heard me on your trailer, bitch, that's not a bluff You said we ain't getting no money, man, that shit absurd That shit absurd for my bitch, so we got his and hers Yeah, that bourbon sitting outside, it almost hit the curb I treat these bitches like my chicken, yeah, we flipping birds I'm on Vegas Boulevard with a old six to serve This that Sunday service, nigga, so come get the word I walked in with so much ice, it got my vision blurred If you don't know me from that manner, you from 63rd And if you claiming you my brother, then just keep your word Cause you don't wanna merge, cause my little niggas purge I'm on 10 today, might double that tomorrow Pull up like 30 deep, so that's about 40 rods Yeah, I've been going in, and I've been going on trying to get it to stop okay that's uh big boss big boss um who is it by i forgot the name of the artist but um that was that song that you heard diane but um we're gonna dive right into it this is a podcast nothing to show so yeah uh everybody knows what it is you know what i'm saying if you if you know how we do everything support support so support support what we're doing now is we have the Pimmon club ceo so y'all be seeing me come out the Pimmon club this the Pimmon club that Oh, Pimmin Club this. Like, what's up with this Pimmin Club certified DJ? Tell them talking about. Like, what is he on now? You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's wondering. You know what I'm saying? So I said, well, let me just, you know, you can hear right out of, out of the horse's mouth. You know what I'm saying? For, for the terminology. So, Diane, go ahead and tell little people about yourself and, and your title. 
Okay, I, I am Diane J. Um, I'm the CEO of Pandemic Love. Woo! It's been a long journey. Um, the Pandemic Love started uh, when my son was an artist, and we still is. Um, I'm trying to tell his story. <laughs> when he was an artist, so we have a team. We we noticed um, some things that wasn't going right. I was putting in a lot of money, um, and we were just getting screwed by different people in the industry, just promising those things, but they, all they was doing was taking, taking, taking. So what I did, I saw studying to be a manager, uh, to manage my son, and uh, I found out a lot of things, a lot of things uh, about the music industry, about the sharks, <laughs> the real-life sharks. Um, some of your friends supposed to be your supporters, but they're sharks. Oh, uh, exactly. And so I saw studying. He also saw studying. Then we saw learning systems. Then uh, I saw studying billionaires, CEO um, with billionaires. Uh, also, uh, just studying the industry in general. And um, I found some things about this industry. Um, they have these groups. <laughs> And if you're not going hmm. to join the way they're flowing, I don't care how good you are or what uh, the ability you have or just you can be great, awesome, but if – and also you can be a threat. That's another thing. When people are like, oh, I support you and um, if I do this and I do that, and nah, no, if you're a threat, you're not going to get the support. It's going to be fake. And so that means we study, 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 study. So we built a team, and we made different divisions in our team um, for my son, which is Colby Monroe. And so we saw what he did with his life and how we built him, and we looked at how we got screwed so many times. We said, nah, we don't want to see no starving artists. We don't want to see artists constantly getting screwed. So what we did, we sit back for a few years. We tried with uh, Diva Entertainment. We tried, which failed. We tried with uh, RS Malicious, Real Street Malicious. And then we tried with, uh, well, Legacy Music Group was before Real Street Malicious. Then it was Real Street Malicious. So we combined all those entities into one, and we learned from those, and we sat back. We just chilled, and we studied. So I saw studying being out uh, maybe two years ago. One of them is Sarah Bakley, uh, Blakely, that's how you say her name. Um, she started Spandex. She went to school in Florida, and um, in the corporate world, did we lose her? Okay. Somebody's trying to call you. So we just saw studying. Um, I saw studying her because she's a billionaire, and I studied um, Ryan's graves and um, Elon Musk. I studied a lot of them, and I noticed that all those um, billionaires have corporations. So that's how the Pimmon Club came about. Something not right. You can hear me? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Was you hearing me? Now I can hear you uh, on the other side. So yeah, I can hear you. Um. So how many? No, not how many years. 
you, how many years have you been in this industry? And as well as, what are the hats that you have worn? Um, I've been in this industry 11 years. Um, manager, um, CEO, um, public relations, um, it all, managing all this. It's, I mean, hmm. um, Cobra keep calling me. I don't understand why he keep calling me. No, no more. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm kind of, I don't know if it's an emergency or what, uh, and I know it's rude, but he didn't call me like four times. Oh, on the other one, or one of the two. Okay. Um, but, um, but, uh, okay, so, okay, so also, though, you, you have, have, I heard, been an artist. Ha! That's censor. I knew you was going to ask that. <laughs> what you mean? This is for stuff like this. But it's censor, you'll never find it. <laughs> I, I paid to get it. Okay, but, but at least, but still, you know what I'm saying? You can say, I, I've been in their shoes because that's one thing I tell artists all the time. Because it's a different, if a different feel um, um, with artists, artists you can actually say I've been in your shoes. Yes, I have, especially by being a woman. Um, they downplay women. Mm-hmm. They want you to mm-hmm. uh, sexualize yourself. Um, that's mm-hmm. one reason I got out of it, and also I was going through a divorce at that time. But they want you to okay. sexualize yourself. And I see a lot of females giving in. I mean, they're giving in hard. Yeah. And I, I, oh, yeah. I say you should be you because I'm not sexualizing myself for nobody, to please nobody. Exactly. I'm going to be me. I'm going to wear the hat. I'm going to use my talent, my, my beauty. I'm going to be me. And I used back then, I didn't dress so sexy. But they wanted me because I was in the Kim era. So they wanted me to dress like her, and oh, dress yeah. like this and that, and Foxy Brown and all them. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I, no, I'm not selling my soul like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of the first um, um, type of, like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to just go my own way because this what that y'all got going on over here is not what I want. So I might as well just build an empire and, you know what I'm saying, do it the right way. So what happened was, in my situation, why I stopped being an artist, because the songs I wrote, it wasn't sexualized enough for them at that time. Mm. Um, and it's just like, they're like, now nah, I need you to write this. And I started writing songs, and it was good, but it wasn't me. It was not me, so I couldn't get into the songs like I wanted to get into the songs. So I, won, I wrote like 100 songs, and I did nothing with them, because it wasn't me, and I was thinking about my kids, I had younger kids, and I have four daughters and one son. Yeah. And I'm like, they're going to hear this one day. And I just, I just, I was with Body Snatcher Records. Um, the CEO was uh, um, Alphonse Harris. I was the only female <laughs> in the group. And uh, it's just, he came from my mom's house one day. was like, she's real good. She don't want to do it. He tried to get my mom to get me to stay and with the group. <laughs> But I, I wasn't having it. I had and my son, Cobra, used to be in the studio with me when he was a young child. So, so he grew up around it. Yes. Plus, his father sang. His his father was in a singing. He was in a group. Okay, so everybody had a musical background. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, everybody just. Hey, so that's why he can house. sing and he can rap. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I see now. Okay, okay. So let's see. 
see questions, questions, questions. You know me. I'm, I'm sporadic. <laughs> no, don't no, no, get that face like I'm just like, I'm going to I'm not going to hit you face. Because I'm in places anywhere in the world that you can go, uh, go to. Where would they be? Three places. A- Africa, Africa, and um, Brazil, and the Virgin Islands. Brazil and the and, and okay, Virgin Islands, okay, Africa, Brazil. That's a, okay. That's that's a good answer. <laughs> I just feel like it's a typical answer. You know what I'm saying? Like people always, everybody's like Brazil, and you know some people can be like Dubois, and you know people say Africa, but you know, okay to do what? Because a lot of people go for different reasons. Mine would be the culture to learn it. Um, Brazil. How I came about Ooh. with Brazil when I was younger, when I used to play Mortal Kombat, and um, <laughs> what <laughs> the big no, guy? No, no, no. He was mean, from there, and it, it used to be so pretty in the background. Then my ex-husband he used to work offshore, and he used to be in Brazil a lot, and he came home with their money, and their money was different. And then I started studying the culture, and I was like, I want to go there one day. So it's been like that since I was young, in my early twenties. And just never did. Kind of a bucket list thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. All right, let's see here. All right. So, what are the artists that the Pimmy Cub looking for? What are the Pimmy Cub looking for when they, they get for artists? Artists is character. Um, okay. We have zero tolerance with foolishness. I don't care how good you are. Um, and people would like, well, put your personal issue. But it's not that it's a personal issue. I mean, everything is like um, it grows. If one person negative, uh, full of drama, uh, just not your life, it, it's going to trickle down to everybody else. And it's going to stunt the growth. So the first all is character. Second all, um Craft, they craft. They have to be okay. into their craft. They have to be pushing. It can't be excuses. A lot of artists say they want certain things, but they make many, many excuses. Many, many excuses. Hmm. That's the truth. That's the truth. And, and also, um, yes. Also, um, just a foundation, a reason, and why why they want to do it. Like, because if they, the artists have their why and they stick with their why, that's going to be their motivation. And then also going to be their, um, their determination, going to also push them all the way through. Some of them don't have a why, like a true why. Like, they have to dissect themselves and have a reason. It could be for many things. I want to get out the hood. I want to better, better things for my children. I want to break generation curses. It could be, but you have to find that why. And a lot of people look like they custom to just doing shows. Yeah, not even that unpaid service. Yeah, um, and that's 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 funny you said that because that's that's the biggest thing. I'm just so many artists are doing this for free, knowing that they're doing it for free and can be getting paid. Um, Correct. And that's and that's almost the definition of insanity. Um, <laughs> so it's like you know, uh, but it's good that the Pimmy Club came up with with the. Uh, uh, a solution. Um, I want to speak on, on like from the inside out. Um, okay. 
just the whole process of that is is is, is crazy. It's, it's so helpful that a lot of people that are going to look and say, oh, no, I can't do it. Uh, how are y'all doing it? How are y'all doing it? Like, so many questions to where they, 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 they negative in their mind are like, oh, let me wait. Let me just wait and see what happens first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Um, um, so, yeah, I do understand that. I get that a lot. Um, for instance, someone, me and you was tagged, we was in a post about $50. When you were saying if you have, if you can't spend $50 on yourself, you need to just hang your career up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it was like, what you're going to spend $50 on easily with the Pimmin Club Studio, $50. If you're not with the Pimmin Club, it's $50. With the Pimmin Club, it's actually exactly. cheaper than that. <laughs> the studio. Exactly. Um, industry-ready studio. Industry ready on engineers, um, fifty dollars on that mm-hmm. on marketing, just to market something. Um, it's mm-hmm. many a things you can spend fifty dollars on. Hmm. Hmm. And see, that's the thing. People don't know how to make stuff stretch. Mm-hmm. I try to uh, tell people all the time: um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. That goes for a lot of different things, but especially mm-hmm. when you're you're putting your money in spots. Never put your money out. If you don't put your money out in one stock, you know what I'm saying? Most people don't do that. No, they don't. I mean, and it depends, though. It depends because it, it depends on quality. Um, quality yeah, makes a big difference because a lot of people looking at, like, well, they cheap on studio time or they cheap when they're doing mm-hmm. this. But you also have mm-hmm. monthly plans, and the reason why we charge monthly plans because of those three other on record labels and management companies we had before. A lot of artists, when you manage them and you get them to a certain level, they come with a lot of excuses and you put all your home, you just your work into them and all of a sudden they mm. hit them. And it's a waste mm-hmm. and you didn't get paid, everything gone. Man. I mean, you just, everything just spiral. You got to find somebody else and start all over again. So it's good to have structure. And so we have structure mm-hmm. where if you invest in yourself and we take that same money that you invest in yourself and put it back into you, plus we put our money into you. So, but you have to invest in yourself first because if you invest in yourself, you're going to work hard for it. You're not going to throw your money away unless something wrong with you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That. And I'm glad that that's the process because that's a, a big thing with management and artists and, and anything of that sort. It's always like, Almost pro bono, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you know, I know this artist is gonna get it. Like, so many managers pay for so much for the artist, but that the artist becomes a child. It's like, okay, I got this show, and then they asking you for the money. You know what I'm saying? You manage, like. Correct, but the thing is, a manager don't have to put nothing into you. You're supposed to pay for mm. everything, and a manager mm. supposed to manage and open the doors. Mm. Managers do that out of courtesy. They don't have to do that. That's, mm. There's nowhere in yeah. the rule book that management, management have to put anything to you but dedicate time and do what they're supposed to do to get you to the next level or make yeah. you the best artist as you can be. But a lot of people, mm. they want something for nothing. They want the managers to do mm. everything. And that's not the case. We have to work together. You have to work hard, and I work hard. We have to work mm-hmm. as a team. If I'm doing all the work and you ain't doing nothing, we losing the battle. Oh, yeah. 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 
And like you said, both people, like if we're doing all, doing what we're supposed to do, the artists got to be doing what they're supposed to do and vice versa. Um, that's how any kind of teamwork or family motive or whatever you got going works. So uh, I guess it's just, I don't know, you got to bring common sense back more. It's not even just that. We have to govern them like they, some artists, like they are children. And um, it's not, to me, it's not cool because this is your craft. Mm-hmm. This is your career. You say you want this, go for it. But you can go work mm-hmm. a nine to five and be on time and do yes. everything you can for other people's <laughs> company, other yes. people's company. And what you can do it for yourself is every excuse in the book for yourself. And that's where I don't understand it. That's where people kind of tend to say, like, I'm an asshole or something like that. But I know other people that have been in worse situations or going through a situation that's just similar or whatever the case is, and they've gotten through it. You know what I'm saying? So that's even me, myself. Whatever I'm going through, I'm like, shit, there's like 10 other people that's going through worse God so I don't think it is. You know? So uh, it's all about determination and ambition. Um, yes, and, and the why. Gotta... You have to have a why because I'm going to tell you something, CJ. Yeah. I'm always going through, I'm going, you know personal, I'm going through some things now, but I'm pushing. Mm-hmm. I'm expanding. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. I'm writing a book. And I'm going through a mm-hmm. lot of hardship. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot I'm going through, but I can't let it break me. I cannot let it stop me. I have to continue. I have to push. Who's going to do it for yep. me if I don't do it for myself? I have to find my exactly. reasons, my whys. And it could be many whys why I'm doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but I have to find them to secure the bag. Because if you don't have your why and you don't have boundaries, you're not going to go nowhere. And that's and not only that shit, but like, uh, like a plan. There's so many people that jump at the the, the, the readiness of some money coming in, like income tax or this and this and that. I mean, I could, I could probably, I could even probably think of a number. So after COVID happened, everybody was getting tax, and income tax was getting doubled up and all these people started all these people their own business. But before that, before they didn't plan for that. For that. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. Oh, we got money now. Let's, let's, let's start a business. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's, there's years without at least a minimum of months of preparation for any type of business to be somewhat successful. You know what I'm saying? It still takes five years for a business to be successful consistently for it to be, like, you know what I'm saying, considered on that level of businesses. Uh, but, um, yeah, this this it's a lot to go with that. But we're gonna take a break. We're gonna we're gonna put some music on because uh, you ain't even send me no music, but that's all I have. Uh, because the talk about the artists. I didn't, about the artists no. no, because everybody didn't. They haven't dropped yet, and I want to send in new music. And I, yeah, why it's under the Pimmy Club? Mm-hmm. You know, we could, we it could have been, yeah, okay. For anybody, it could have been one of your favorite artists. It could have been Rihanna. You know, she's back out now. Interesting. We go. Let's see what we're gonna put on. We're gonna put on a song here so y'all can get situated. It's probably gonna come to my boy, so it's gonna sound good. But I don't feel like playing nothing else on that. So uh, yeah. 
Y'all stay tuned. When we get back, and when I talk to Diane, we're going to talk about a lot of other things that's going on. You know, books. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. She's a ball for real. You've been doing good. I'm proud of you, You know I'm nervous. I'm up here sweating bread. I know you is. You ain't moved an inch. You over there stuck in one place. Get loose. Get loose. You know some. You know what? This is the industry secret. I got to get used to that because you know I'm about to uh, be in Dallas Weekly and another magazine, and I got all kind of stuff traveling. So I have to Go get ahead, used to that. I have to break down. Huh? What is this magazine? Well, they they emailed me and say they want me to be in their magazines and they want to do a story. Both of them, they want me to do a uh, they want to do a story on me um, about my life, about the Pimmin Club. Um, just a story on me, basically uh, a publication. I um, mean, I was shocked when I received the email. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> see, see, that goes to show you guys they don't talk about emails. <laughs> 
check my emails like that. I almost did the same thing and missed out on a lot of opportunities. You put in the bag of me. I mean, all that, like a lot of legit, legit, legit business, never go through Instagram, Facebook, or anything other than email. So I, I have a good news. The reason why Cobra just was calling me, and he didn't, he forgot all about the show, so he's not watching. <laughs> Um, oh, okay, that's all right. He, um, we, in a few weeks, about to go to Atlanta. Yeah, he's booking the flights now. That's what he was telling me. So I'll let you know after. Oh, I'm not going to say too much, but um, okay, yeah, so it's the news. <laughs> he's booking a flight now <laughs> for us to, for oh, us to go. Yeah, so he did got good news from Lola Monroe, and we about to go to Atlanta. Yeah, so you know what that means. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, yeah I, know I know what that means. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, doors of the church are open. <laughs> Why open? <laughs> Just come on in. Ooh. Ooh. I, got, I got my dancing shoes on. I'm dancing for the Lord. <laughs> you know, you see my smile got bigger, right? Because I wasn't even smiling like this. Because <laughs> what I just heard is now. Look. When you get on interviews and stuff like this, uh-huh. see, sometimes, but sometimes I just take a little couple shots so I can so ease myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And still be able to speak properly and professionally. And that, and that trust me, sometimes. Yeah, I'm nervous. I, I hear things coming out funny because I'm so nervous. I apologize, y'all, for all listening. I'm so sorry. I'm not used to being interviewed. Just by actually, you good. Oh, second? Yeah, because you know I did with transition. Uh, that was yeah. popping cherries over here. Well, this is your second? Yeah. Uh, no. This no. My, this I don't my, like that. I have, well, <laughs> I have done it in the past, but you know, that's like eight years ago. Like, I'm not used to it. <laughs> you want to get back used to it. Because look, you, you mess around and go to Atlanta, you're going to automatically run into cameras. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Be so, yeah. We're about to go in a few weeks. He was telling me, I'm like, what? That's why I'm saying Cobra keep calling me. This has to be an emergency. But, yeah, it was mm. good news. Okay, so about this book. Okay, the name of the book is The Unsure Woman That Walk in Power But Is Powerless. Mm. Um, A lot of time, we have no control of things. People say we do. Well, it's a lot of things we don't have control of. Um, mm-hmm. So the thing is, things life's going to happen. Things going to happen. But although you have no control because that means you are powerless, but you can walk in power, mean you can't let that thing control you, your response to it. Yeah. It's your response to your mindset going to determine, on, determine how these things is going to affect your life. They're either going to make or break you. So that's basically what my book is about. Like you, it's a lot of times we are powerless, and a lot of people don't understand that we are. They want to say that they always well, I want walk, I walk in power, I walk in authority, I walk in this, that, and the other. But it's times, no matter how strong you are, you are powerless to some things in this world. You are very much powerless because you have no control. It's out of your control, but you do walk in power. Your response. So that thing make a difference on how your life is going to be, your perception of things. Very true. Uh, that sounds like 
my testimony why I'm showing people like that positivity. Um, I was one of those people where, oh, you know, that's sweet positivity, that think positivity stuff like that sounds good, but that's not real. And then it got to a point where, you know, I was getting in situations and worse and worse, and then I was like, you know what, I've tried everything else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, let me just see. And that's real. Um, to this day, things happen bad all the time, left and right around me, and I don't face it at all. Don't stress it, none of that stuff. Like, it's just like, what's for me, before me? And then it always works out as well when you don't stress about it. It works out. Actually, it works out faster, I feel like. Um, no one, it really works out when you don't be a people pleaser. You don't worry about what those, how the world view you. Um, you don't worry about, you know, what people say about you because people are going to throw stones at you regardless. And see, exactly. like, I came to a revelation um, with myself because I was a real bad people pleaser. Now, I'm about to speak on something, but I'm not going to say the person's name. Um, I was just recently dealing with somebody for eight months, and um, basically they love bombing. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And then all the things, yeah. everything gets turned. And when you're not dealing with nobody before that, I haven't dealt with nobody for a long time before I was dealing with that person. I wasn't phone dating. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. doing nothing. So when a person love bomb you and you're not prepared for that because you're just out in the open and um, they're doing everything they can and when you're over and you're not paying attention, and I can't say the person was right for what they did or wrong, but I can say I played a big part in it because I'm too mature for that just to go in something blind like that, you know. And so that's why I no longer blame that person but I'm not going to allow nobody else to do me nothing like that. And life, you have to um, be cautious. You got to treat everything like everything you do like uh, a business. You have to. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning this, I mean, from friendship, relationships, um, yes. family members, everything you have to treat uh, like a business. I have a friend, his name is Antrain Grant. I call him my brother. Um, he always tell me to take labels off of people. See those people mm-hmm. who, are who they are. Take those yeah. labels. I don't care if it's your mama, your sister, your brother. Stop yeah. sugarcoating. We sugarcoat too much, yeah. and I sugarcoat that whole yes, situation. And it was like, if this person could see that I really care about this, then I found out they was dating someone else, and then I found out that person was dating someone else. I'm like, well, I'm the only one in here for real. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm the only committed one around. Yes, I'm the only committed one. And I was the one getting the blues and getting dogged out, so I dealt with that emotion and had me just going like, it, it just, it had me going. I, come, I, I didn't know, I was in a dark place. I was in a real dark place. I was doing things and it just a lot of things. I feel like, I feel like you would be, um, Good for like you know women speaking to women and and, and you know what I'm saying people period but women especially I feel like you'd be a good advocate for something like this. I have that's the thing about it that's my past. Oh, I used to speak as well. Now you can live in Bond Farm. Everything out. Wait, because when I used to live in Bond Farm, Darvis Street, my address is 2807 Darvis Street, Darvis and Darvis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, 
Yeah, that's what if I won't say if I'm from anywhere, although I'm born and raised in Louisiana, I've been out here 17 years. I rap Valentine's, I'll tell it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, I had, I used to minister to women because I've been through a lot. Um, a lot of women don't understand that they victimize themselves over and over again. And not saying mm. men don't do it, but we speaking about yeah. women because that's who I was talking to. Um, yeah. teaching these things to. So I was giving them biblical scriptures and stuff and showing them different things because I have certain women, and I can't say their name because the rules were whatever we dealt with, you couldn't go talk to your family, your children, none of that. It had yeah. to be dealt with here. Once you leave out the door, you can't speak of it. You can see somebody in Walmart, you can't say, hey, I'm in class with her. You can't do none of that. So that's yeah. how the rules was. And a lot of women, like, I would pray, and when I pray, and then we'll get into our discussion, our lesson, and um, I always be the last one to talk, and I let everybody pray, then I pray us out. Um, a lot of people victimize themselves over and over again. Some people in jail, they going on in their life, going on with their life, they're not thinking about you or nothing. But you're victimizing yourself. You end up on drugs. You end up selling your body. You're doing whatever you're doing, and you destroy yourself. Like you become your enemy. You're your own yes. enemy. You some them people going on with their life. I didn't have things happen to me. I was raped as a teenager, and I really don't discuss it. But it was a high school classmate because I was a child that always was at home, running away from home, gave my mama problems. And I was at my aunt's house, and she was on drugs. But it's not my mama's sister. It was my daddy's sister. She was on drugs, and I was like, I want to take a bell by her house and stuff like that. I'm walking up the road. I see a classmate asking, can I take a bell? While I'm in the shower, he raped me in the shower. And nobody mm-hmm. was in the house. He mm-hmm. covered my mouth, everything. But right now today, I, can, I don't do drugs. I barely drink alcohol. I, ba- I babysit that glass. I um I don't smoke cigarettes because I can't let nothing control me. You know what I'm saying? When I realize something is controlling me and I don't have control, I have to let that mm-hmm. thing go. I have to let it go because I'm no longer empowered. I didn't allow everything to take my power away. And we have a habit of doing it. And that's what I used to minister to women about, like, stop giving your power to these things. And we give it to a lot of things, our job, our people, our people, our children, our mom, our daddy. You know, we become our own enemy. It's, we are the problem. Yeah. We the problem. Yeah. I'm the yeah. problem. Every, I know I didn't ask for that. I know I didn't ask for a lot of stuff. I was in an abusive relationship for 13 years. This man used to put his foot in my neck and tell me, if you move, I will break your neck. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I've been through a lot like everybody else been a lot uh, in. Like, I got stories after stories, stories after stories, but I'm not allowing it to destroy me. I like how you said the empower part. Yeah. So that, even even for me, that goes back to where the Pimming Club is at. Yeah. The empowerment. You see what I'm saying? So, like, that's so hand-in-hand. That's dope because it's it's like, oh, wow, that's that's dope because you've been doing that with the women. Yeah. Now it's being put into a, a business, a corporation, which for artists. So yes. it's always been something. So your your purpose in life is to empower. My purpose in life is to empower <laughs> and develop people 
And it's a lot of times I go through what I go through because I'm human and I have to talk to myself, mm-hmm. have to speak to myself and look at my look in the mirror and be like, no, you better than this. So my thing is we're not perfect, but we, we are better mm-hmm. than with some of the things we do. So, and yeah. what I saw with the artists, I watch how they get scammed. I watch how they get messed over. Like, there's so many artists come to me don't even have their paperwork together. They don't even have knowledge of mm-hmm. the business. They think they have knowledge of the business, but they really don't have knowledge mm-hmm. of the business. They don't have a game plan. They don't have a team. Mm-hmm. They don't They don't know even how to invest. They think it costs a whole lot because that's what people tell them. It costs a whole lot to invest in yourself. But if you could just start mm-hmm. with the small things and get the small ways like things, like all your paperwork. Now you got your paperwork out, you could start finding Performances. If you if, if you pay twenty five dollars, but here the DJ is BMI ready, or the mm-hmm. or the uh, the event the is BMI ready, you can get money for performance of that and for radio spending. Yeah. You can get money of yeah. that. So yep. I would invest into something I knew that's investing back into me. That's what Man. I was doing. And a lot of artists, they're not doing it. All these promoters are getting paid, but the artists aren't getting nothing. It's artists watching other artists perform. Mm, mm, mm. That's what's going mm. on here. See, okay. We're going to go right, we're gonna get one more song in, and then we're going to go right back on that topic there. Okay. Um, pertaining to where we're at, because I know that the corporate office is Dallas, so we're going to focus back on Dallas. Club, okay. um, when we get back after this next song, let's do it like this. We're going to take a little back a little bit. Uh, for all you guys that's uh, celebrating Valentine's Day, um, I personally say this is a song for y'all, you know what I'm saying? Please be in by tonight, you know what I'm Valentine's Day. <laughs> he said he's going to leave early. It's Valentine's Day. He know where he's going to. Uh-uh. What you say? When you gonna be in? No.
Yeah, Valentine's Day. I ain't got nobody, but I'm gonna be in by ten. I'm in. I'm in right now. <laughs> I'm in right now. No, I don't have no one either. <laughs> Shoot, there's a lot of us out here. Just this ain't no real B day. This is just another day. Uh, okay, so back into this um, Dallas team. So the corporate office for the Pima Club. So where where all is the Pima Club? Is it just Dallas? We have Miami, uh, we have Houston, so they all under their own LLC, oh, tax purpose. <laughs> but we have mm-hmm. um, Houston, uh, uh, we're getting ready to launch in Atlanta. Uh, we launching in San Antonio and Austin at the same time. So there, we was going to do San Antonio and Austin right now, but I think Atlanta about to be launched first. Mm-hmm. Out of state, yeah. What I just yeah. heard just now. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right? <laughs> I'm not sure. But it's what I just heard it, right now. We so. make a detour, y'all. We, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to launch, launch in New Orleans. Uh, so we're doing, all the, we're doing down south first. Then we're going to take it mid and, and north. Mm-hmm. So Dallas, Dallas, um, what seems to be the thing that y'all running through? With Dallas, Dallas. And, and the scene and the and the art, the artists don't trust. They're being scammed so much, and I understand. I understand. They don't trust uh, no one, and I get it because I wouldn't need them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't need them. It's a lot of artists. We, I didn't. I didn't saw so many artists that came through. And they'd be like, we be back. I mean, I be back. I be back. But you can see, like, what I'm saying to them is too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, they have these horrible stories that, I mean, they have receipts. That's the thing about it. Yeah. So I ain't going to say stories. It's their life. What happens to them, they have real-life receipts. Like, yeah. these, I'm like, you spend 20000 and what? And you don't have a fan base? Like, you have no motion. Like, they're really scamming these artists, and it's mm-hmm. hurtful. It's really hurtful yeah. um, to see these artists starving like that, and they're putting money. Like, come on now. These artists, they're not rich. Like, I'm not after yeah. you put $20,000 in two years, and you don't pay off the basic stuff. That's not cool. Exactly. That's not cool. Exactly. The basic at that. Yeah, uh, that's not cool. That's 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 a huge thing, Um Yes, it is. What are you hearing and about? I'm not just saying that because I'm with the Pimmy Club. It's because mm-hmm. you know how many artists that came through that door that got the same story. I know it. I know it. Every single one. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Like it's crazy. And it's like okay, order for me to win, in order for me to get rich, the artists have to get rich first. True, and because the artists get majority of the money, so for me to make it, the artists have to make it. So I have to care about the artists, care about the artists' needs. I have to do these things because money not gonna get it. You know, I need Mm -hmm. this artist to pop so I can get paid off these paid shows, and I need them to become a bigger artist so they can get bigger paid shows. Because them little five thousand dollars, them you know one thousand dollars, well. You let y'all know we start at, depends on the artist, to start at $1,000 for a paid show, but we always do shows like four do, four days in a row. 
but it's um but the the bigger the artist you are, the more money you, I can submit and I can get for you. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, and I'm not, not doing them but taking money payments or getting you to invest in me, I mean, yeah. we're not winning. We both yeah. lose it. And there's so many people that that's just putting the title of management and stuff of that nature just for the money. Um, even title of promoter. Um, yep. they, they they just use these titles so that they can get extra funding for for their household. You know what I'm saying? And there's really no no meaning to an end of oh, you know, we're gonna take care of this or we're gonna start up a company for these artists or nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's basically like, Okay, well, I know I need to pay this rent this month, so let me go and throw a couple shows. <laughs> and, and and that's what I'm looking at the Dallas scene. That was your next question. The Dallas scene, like I believe there's some good people here, and promoters and everything. And I believe a lot of them not studying their craft. They can be more knowledgeable. Because mm. if they was more mm. knowledgeable, them and the artists would be winning. Oh yeah. Because I think they're not taking any time and really studying or. What was going on with them with their thinking cap? I don't know what's going on with them. But me, if the artist, when the artist, and you know this my motto, the artist always first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if the yeah. artist is first and you worry about, I think people worry about building the artist up and losing the artist so they keep them down. That's what I think. But my thing mm. is if you do what you're supposed to do for that artist and you build that artist up, that artist not going to go nowhere because they got exactly. Especially if you get an artist that been devoured, the people been playing with them. So now you didn't got that artist to trust you, no matter what a lawyer person going to say. Yep. Yep. A lawyer person going to say, now if they have their own hidden agenda, they do whatever. You can't be scared in this this business. You have to be a shark. You have to know who you are. You can't. You You can't keep people down. You ain't gonna go nowhere. Yep, yep. You got to weasel out the good, the bad, the in between, all that. Um, that's part of any business. Uh, yes. And doing your research is a big, 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 big thing. I try to stress the artists. Um, doing your research, take the time out to do other than just do the music part. Uh, there's so much to it. Y'all, a lot of it's at your fingertips. I mean, literally, I don't even ask people questions. I go to Google. I'd be like, uh, how much is the McDouble today? You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to have nobody on the street. They, I can live next to the McDonald's, mm-hmm. and I'm still going to go to Google first. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say, okay. And then kind of give you selections of yada, yada. Oh, okay, I, you can pick the best selection there. Some people don't like to do that research. Um, and that's don't. the biggest thing. And, um, and another and thing, it's easier if they made it. Yeah. Or, no way else I saw to tell them um, that bothers me. They don't want to build up. They don't want to have a team. I was an artist myself. You cannot do everything. You You cannot be the best of you or your artistry if you're doing everything. You cannot. You See, with the Pimmy Club, we have so many divisions. Like if somebody yeah. in PR service, publication, and relations, they study just that. That's all they do for this company. Yeah. Somebody, a manager, that's all they do besides you, you DJ too, but... Yeah. <laughs> manager, that's all they do. Somebody A and R, that's all they do. That's like, all they do. Yeah. You can yes. be good at everything, but you not give. It's not the best quality. You cannot yep. be industry ready if you all over the place, and it's stressful. Mm-hmm. You can't even mm-hmm. think. It's stressful, and that's why I tell right. them all the time. You need a team. You you understand? You scared? You being burnt? 
you things didn't happen to you. And that's why we do a free will contract. Like, mm-hmm. our contracts don't hold you. It's no hold on the contract. If we feel like you not doing the best you can because we actually put more money in you than you're putting in yourself, we can use mm-hmm. 60 days notice and say we're going to finish this phase out, but we letting you go. Exactly. The same way you can tell us the same thing. The contract, is it don't hold you. And a lot of artists don't want to get in contract, and I understand, because if you're in a contract and you suck, Ain't nothing else you can do but, you know, try to try to weigh it out or see if there's a breach in contract, you know, and try. It's just I understand. It'd be it. too late. I just, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. It's like too late. Um, yeah. So we got three more minutes. So I want you to basically tell everybody how to get in contact with you and the Payment Club if they're interested in, in coming aboard, learning more face-to-face, whatever the case is, how, uh, how would they get in touch with you and uh, the community? The best way is our website. It would be www.dthepenmenclub.com. There is um, a section at the very top that says Managed by Us. You can go fill that form out. And you mm-hmm. there um a referral, you could use DJ Tell them, or you could use me under Diane J the one of us as a referral. And also we at um eleven eleven West Mockingbird Lane, um suite nine three five, Dallas Texas seven five four two four seven. So those ways um uh, we there Monday through Saturday from nine AM to seven PM. Um we don't open on Sundays because that's the label the label being there on Sunday, our label side. Okay. So those ways you can get in contact with us. Also Everybody, I hope y'all got that information. Telephone number. I do apologize. I don't know about heart. Oh, they they can just so as well as you know on the website they can just yeah, on the on the bottom net they got their their phone numbers. Um, but that's good. Um, yeah. Well, it was dope doing this interview. Okay, she was all nervous and like, ah, don't be hitting me with no crazy like, questions, uh, tell them. Don't be hitting me with no crazy questions, tell them. So, <laughs> but I do now. like to, um, if we still on the air before we leave, I just want to get advice for artists if they don't come to the Pimmy Claire Club because I do care about artists. Um, and I believe it's enough for everybody to eat in this world. And I, I believe all y'all can make it if y'all study y'all craft. Mm-hmm. First thing first is, you have to you get your why. Oh, you have to get your why while you are doing it. Number two, please get knowledge of the business. Learn the business. Number four, get your paperwork right. It's so many ways. A lot of people don't know about Fox and all. There's so many ways you can get paid. Get a solid team. Supporters, forget them. They're not going to even buy your stuff. Get a solid, a solid team. And also, you cannot do it by yourself. You need help. You can't do it by yourself. I don't care how good you are. I like that. I like that. That's the way you wrap like up a show. Up well, I appreciate show. everybody. I appreciate, everybody. <laughs> you, Diane. I appreciate you, Diane. Um, um, everybody, y'all know who you are every Tuesday. So don't act like y'all know. Nobody, nobody called in. Nobody called in. Once again, this is a port cost. Nothing. The show. And again, I appreciate it. Again, I appreciate it. I, I'm we, no, 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 we, we got to do the little. You do have to be my own name. Why is Guyana Gay? 
Oh, you know we got two names, that's right? So why would yeah, you yeah. So we got to explain that <laughs> on the on the next episode. Uh, but um, I appreciate everybody tapping in, and that is the show. Tapping with us next week. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great day, and thank y'all for watching. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> <laughs>